people. Welcome back. We are back with another episode of Truth Be Told. And if you can hear the smile and laughter in my voice, it's because we're expecting you to do the same. We are talking about music and its ability to heal us. Yeah, we're talking about lyrics. We're talking about content. We're talking about language and expression. And we thought we would do something a little bit different for this episode. We thought that we would connect allow ourselves to connect to two artists Mm -hmm. whose words, whose content, whose lyrics have sort of helped us heal, helped us transform certain parts of our lives and our identity into other parts. Mm -hmm. We've allowed the lyrics and the verses of these two artists to help permeate some hard shells, some hard times in our lives. And I think we just want to share that with our audiences I today. I definitely believe that. I think we are also creating this great sort of tether between art and activism. Yes. Because both of these artists, for us, yes. not only push our personal goals to feel cleansed and restored and good, it's also their use of lyricism and music to do the same for our communities. Right. To feel cleansed and restored and good. And how do you do that through art? And how do you do it through music? So, yeah, we want to bop to it. We want to close our eyes and sort of get in the mode of it. But we know that we're supposed to move something, not just our necks and our feet. Right. And, you know, the the volume dial in our stereos or whatever we're using to listen, but also to move our consciousness. And I think both of these artists cause us to do that. Yeah. They demand action, Mm -hmm. right? But not only that, they give us a backdrop of what life can be. They help create a canvas. Mm. Of activism, come a on, canvas, canvas. Come of creativity, on. come on, canvas. a canvas of expression. Yeah, and I hope that our listeners will just kind of join in and vibe with us because this is about to be a vibe right here. It's a vibe, all right. So when we talk about it's healing us, it's the big us, yeah. Right? It's the that collective co- us. It's the collective us. Right. So if it touched me, I know it touched you. No, no, if it touched you and I, then it touched a whole bunch of other people. Let's do it. And so we are saluting who? Who do we salute today? Why don't you go first, Hasneem? Who are you saluting and bringing into the space of Truth Be Told? I consider this artist to be my sister friend, India Ari. All right. Anybody who knows me well knows that India and I, we get down. I have leaned on her lyrics for a long time. I love that she's a writer. I'm a writer. I connect to her as a writer. I remember when I first saw India Ari in concert, it was the year 2000. She was at the Exit Inn. Wow. The the tiny wow. little, yes, the Exit Inn. She had CDs that she was selling out of the trunk of her car. She had a guitar. She was up on stage and so unlike me to do this. I wait for her to end her set and I go meet her at the door and I say, excuse me, I just want to tell you, you are going to be something. Oh, my stars. Now, I'm not trying to say that I poured uh, into NDRE. You're not trying to say that you made NDRE. I would never say that. I but what are say, you saying? <laughs> I, am, I am a voice among millions. Okay. Who heard what was not just great music, but ministry. Mm. You know, she was, she was, her music is transcendent. It takes you somewhere. There's journeys inside her melody. She's something. And she loves Stevie Wonder. You know how I feel about Stevie. Yes, yes, I do. Kang Stevie. Mm. So... I think this is going to be great. Yeah, so NDRE is, I'm bringing her into, she's in the room right now with me. She said, hey, girl. All right, well, guess who I'm bringing in the room? Who's that? The one and only Tupac Shakur. Oh, 
Talk. I am, I am bringing in <laughs> what some of you fear. I am bringing in the beautiful tapestry of blackness and love that Tupac exuded. Right, mm-hmm. more than a thug, more than a gangster rapper, more than all of these things. Yeah. Right, his beautiful words, his poetry, his complicated existence. Is why I'm bringing him into this space. Right? Can I ask you something? Yes. Do you connect to all of that multi-dimensionality that you just described with Tupac? People think he's just a thug or just a rapper. Is there a way that that connects to people might think you're just the manager of special collections or just a Girl Scout troop leader or just a mom? That is exactly it. That is why I, um, I, I absolutely adore Tupac, you know, outside of... My brother from another mother, Michael Beard, I am probably Tupac's greatest fan Mm. of all time because of that. Because he made us, us the collective, those of us watched him unfold even before Digital Underground. He made us realize and accept or not the fact that he was more than just a rapper. Yeah, He was more than just a scholar. He was more than just someone's big brother. He was more than just the sidekick. He was more than just someone who called and we could even say prophesied his own demise. Mm-hmm. He was more than all of that. Um, he didn't allow us to put him into this East Coast, West Coast, although that is a part of Tupac. That is a huge part of him. There are parts of him that is a brilliant poet. I consider myself a poet and brilliant as well. There's parts of Tupac that is a trained and professional actor. Um, There are parts of him that resonates with the beauty of a black woman, but also made us see the heart and the darkness of what black women endure. And so there is no one way to see Tupac. Mm, There's there's no no one one way way to see see Andrea. There you go. So that's why Tupac's in the room with us today. I love it. Start us off, Tess. It's good to see Tupac. Yes. Well, I've recently become a student of meditation And if anyone follows NDRE on any social media, she talks about meditation a lot. And in doing so, I've decided to use some of her music as part of my brand new meditation practice. Okay. Um, And so when there are some times, probably within the last two years of my life, where I just needed to lean on someone else's words. Like I could do my own affirmations, but I needed someone else to just give me some prayer. I turned to India. And one of her songs that would just center me every time. So if you can picture sun streaming into a beautiful glass, a room surrounded in glass and my yoga mat down and it's early. There's just the sound of birds. And I'm playing I Am Light by India Ari. I am not the color of my eyes. I am not the skin on the outside. I am not my age. My soul inside is all Every morning for months, I needed to believe that despite the despair, everything happening around me in the country, all these, whatever, you name it, whatever we've all been experiencing personally and communally, that those words, those lyrics had the ability to just quiet my mind and give me a new way to see the experience of pain. Wow. So what kind of lyrics? She says, 
I am not the things my family did. I am not the voices in my head. I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside. I am light. I am not the mistakes that I have made or any of the things that cause me pain. I am not the pieces of the dream I left behind. I am light. And it would lift me every time. And I think about the ways really good songwriting can feel like it's speaking to you as an individual, but it's also speaking to your community. So when people are trying to figure out, where am I in this big, long, seemingly endless story of social injustice? What is my identity within the chaos? And if your family's story doesn't leave you feeling like you might be on the right or wrong side of justice and leaves you feeling even more confused, she says, but you're not. You're not the things your family did. Not totally. Right? You're more than that. You're more than that. You're more than that. You're not the pieces of the brokenness inside. Not totally. You're more than that. You're not the mistakes that you have made. Wow. And so the both the, the message of acceptance and then transcendence. Mm. So I am in this muddy puddle, but it's not the only puddle I'm going to step in. Right. And ultimately, and just most dynamically and universally, we are light. We are orbs of light. We are existence. We are souls. And so that in itself, and I hope I'm not getting too... But I think that, you know, sometimes you just need to lean on somebody else's artistry. You need to go, OK, hmm. yeah, you know, I'm going to let her sing this to me. I'm going to let her minister to me. And so I thank her. I don't know what led to these words for her. But um, Sister India, if you're out there, I say thank you because she wrote this song. She writes with lots of great songwriters. But this right here, this is her poetry. Yeah, it's and beautiful. It. It, is. it absolutely is beautiful. And I, I love it. The fact that it became a part of your day-to-day ritual. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking about how these words, words of other artists, words of other creators are used. Now we take them. We take ownership of them, giving all credit to them, taking ownership of what they mean and where they fit in our space Mm -hmm. and how they help us transcend and how they help us heal and how they help us move forward. Sometimes they cause us to respond. Sometimes they, their words just cause us to pause. Yes, get still. To get still yeah. and recognize that light. That's beautiful. That's Isn't a beautiful it? piece. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad you like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we like it. Okay. What you got over there with Pac? So my first song with Pac, it doesn't bring as much light as India's first piece does. But what it does help us do, it elevates our consciousness and our mm-hmm. thinking to ask what happens when there is no light. Mm. And so that song, for me, the first one is Brenda's Got a Baby. I hear Brenda's got a baby, but Brenda's barely got a brain. A damn shame, the girl can hardly spell her name. That's not our problem, that's up to Brenda's family. Well, let me show you how it affects our whole community. Now, Brenda really never knew her moms. And her dad was a junkie putting breath into his arms. It's sad, because I bet Brenda doesn't even know. Just because you're in the ghetto doesn't mean you can't grow. I know it's dark. Yeah, because Brenda's a teenager, isn't she? Brenda's a teenager. Brenda's a teenager who has been molested by someone in her family. Mm. We hear Pac's words about this dehumanizing of, of a young girl 
We hear him say, but now the baby's in the trash, heat bawling. Mm. Mama can't hear, but it hurts to hear her calling. Brenda wants to run. Mama say, you making me lose pay. Mm. The social workers hear every day, and Brenda's got to make her own way. Mm. Tupac causes our consciousness to stop and ask early in the song. The question comes up is, this is not our responsibility. Brenda and her baby is a responsibility of someone else. And it made me think, whose responsibility? Who played part in Brenda's life? Brenda's life is an example of what happens when the light is missing from our communities. What happens when there's equal amount of rage, an equal amount of anger, an equal amount of dysfunction and darkness all in a community. Mm. And so it feels dark and it feels heavy, but it pricks us, right? Because these songs and these words, in order for us to grow and, and heal, collectively, individually, they have to prick us to do something. And, and, and for me, Brenda's Got a Baby had to prick me to say, yes, she's a molested child. Yes, she ends up being strung out and prostituted in the baby in the trash can. But what does the absence of, as you said, of light in Brenda's life mean to us, the collective us? Mm. What about all the Brenda's that are in our family? What could we have collectively done to stop this? Yeah. Yeah. So it shines the light on that truth. It does. There you go. It shines the light. On that truth. It's yes. that this ain't pretty. No. Or not. easy. No, it's not. Yeah. There is darkness. There's darkness. Um, but beyond that darkness, there is healing, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so much of Tupac's work is about healing, but it also is about shining a light mm -hmm. on all those things that not necessarily that the black community covered up, but just this larger community of mainstream America sort of turn their eye and pretend they didn't see. And now they have to see. And one of the things I love about Tupac's work is that he gives us no choice but to see it. He puts it right there in our face. Yeah. And we had to see it. That's right. We had to see Brenda and all the Brendas that we know. And all the Brendas that we know. Babies and then a new baby. That topic, that theme of denial and sort of a, a refusal to pay attention comes up a lot. So I can see how Pac's insistence that you are going to see all parts of this globe we're on right. really did move the needle for you in terms of looking at the society we're in. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. I won't be silenced yeah. and I won't be no longer um, hidden mm -hmm. in the darkness. Mm -hmm. you know, we are here and, and you will see. You will see our pain. You will see our darkness. You will see the horror, but you all see the beauty in us. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, I don't want anyone to think that Tupac's music to just get so focused on thinking about him as a gangster rapper mm -hmm. and not see the beauty and his love for blackness and individuality and for community, right? And yes, he did talk a lot about the demise of the black community, but he was a product of that. Yeah. And that is what he knew. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So where does Pac go? Give us another song where he's talking about us looking into the darkness to find light. Oh. What yes. else is he talking about beyond... Let's go to let's go to Holla if you hear me. Okay. Let's go to Holla if you hear me now.
I'm not going to tell you where I was when I first heard this song, what I was doing. <laughs> That's That truth shall not be told. Leave it untold. Uh, no. Leave it untold. Leave it untold. <laughs> yeah, but some of <laughs> that is We don't, know, we don't want to know about your hollering. We Ooh, don't. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what I was dancing to, or how we were dancing to. <laughs> when did Pac into your life? Yes. All right, so holla if you hear me. Yes. I'm going to go there. So part of the lyrics of holla if you hear me, you know, Tupac says he's looking at mainstream America. And again, it's hard for mainstream America to understand and comprehend the complexity of Tupac when you just see him on his surface. But in holla if you hear me, what he does is he uses this duality and this pluralism of who he is. Like on one hand, he's like, yep, I know I'm going to make you clutch your pearls and you are so freaking afraid of me because I'm a thug and I live a thug life and all the tales and all the crime that go along with that. But then he says, but because of that, I'm able to write about and creatively use that anger and that frustration to help millions of black men who look like me understand and be able to give language to what it means to be trapped. Mm-hmm. And I know that's beyond what we thought, holla if you hear me, means. Yeah. But that is what Tupac wrote about. That's the meaning of this song. He talks about, so we live like caged beasts, waiting for the day to let the rage free. Still me, till they kill me. I love it when they fear me. I love it when they fear me. So this duality of, I know you're afraid of me, clench your pearls, go ahead. But this is who we are. You're afraid of me because of what? Because we live in cages? He says, pump your fists. Holla if you hear me. Hmm. But we have to learn to survive. I make rhyme pay. Others make crime pay. And he goes on and on and on to talk about balancing being frustrated and being trapped in a cage, feeling like you're being trapped in a cage and what that community felt like with this idea of, I know you fear me. You should fear me because I am to be feared. I love that. I love this idea of balance. I do too. I I love the duality. I love the duality. I love the duality of holler if you hear me. Yes, because the truth is we are more than one thing, more than two, more than 10. We are. And we're often all these things at once. That's not exactly how we've been conditioned a lot of times. No. We are not. just a, a nation, a village, a tribe of absolutes. You are good or bad. And isn't that how we expect people to be in our lives or in communities or in jobs or all these things? We expect them to show up. We give job descriptions with like a title. You are this. You yeah. are the CEO. You are the chief of staff. So act like it. So be that person. You are the mother. Be that mother. You are the scholar. Be that scholar. Yeah. And what I love about not just Tupac, but even India Reed's oh music gosh. is the fact that they're like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to recognize all these parts of me. Mm-hmm. There is a pluralistic part. You're right, Tazzy, more than 10 ways to see me. Oh, yes. You can't even confine me. And I mm-hmm. think that's the beauty. Earlier on, you and I talked about this idea that blackness couldn't be confined mm-hmm. or defined. Mm-hmm. And I love that about the lyrics of both these artists. Yeah. There's a great feeling of liberation that comes when I think that way. That says, hmm, you see me this way, but there's some other things about me that are even more interesting. I'm still discovering them. I think so that's I know the you don't beauty know. of these lyrics. It is, it is. Yeah. India touches upon this too. Yeah, let me hear it. And so while got. Tupac is talking about the purpose of fear and the power behind it, she has a song in which she talks about what it means to be seeking peace and finding pain. And what do you get from the pain? And I think Tupac is really good at saying, well, pain is a teacher, right? Right. 
So with India, she suggests that this kind of wisdom often comes from elders who say things like, just keep living. Just keep living. It's your favorite. <laughs> it's, keep so living, true. baby. Keep That's living, true. baby. You know, so you confused. You're having a rough time. Trouble don't last always. Right. And keep living. Mm-hmm. And so she has this beautiful song called Break the Shell. And so in breaking the shell, you are breaking the box. You're breaking through the confines. You're also admitting that shells can feel very comfortable sometimes. So that if you tell me all the ways in which I'm supposed to behave, you give me doctrine around it. You say women should be like this. Men should be like this. Uh, black people should be like this. Latinx people should be like this. You know, we, we, we give all these sort of prescriptions about behavior it might be easy to conform and say, well, someone's already laid the roadmap for me. I just have to walk it. And so her song allows us to ask, what happens when we break out of that and start a new path? And to recognize that charting that new path and going into a new territory, it's not easy. But just keep living, baby. Keep living. Keep living. And you're going to make it to some other new place not necessarily comfortably, but you will be transformed. And I guarantee you will have more knowledge about yourself and about where you've been from and where you're going. Just That's beautiful. Living. Break wow. the show. Let me she hear says, some words. I met a prophet dark as the night. She could see into my soul. Said she'd been watching and had some advice. She said, shadows make you whole. A life without pain is a wolf in sheep's clothes. Because if you listen to the lessons that it holds you'll find the gold. Child, it's time to break the shell. Life's going to hurt, but it's meant to be felt. You cannot touch the sky from inside yourself. You cannot fly until you break the shell. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Love that. She continues, So much disappointment to finally understand that there's no such thing as perfect. We're all simply doing the best that we can. And we have a choice to live or truly be alive. This is your life. Balance. Choices. We get to make this decision. So this idea that life is happening to us and we're just sort of, you know, like a seed blowing in the wind. Or are we responding to life and deciding where we put our feet? Maybe it's all of it. Could it be both? I'm wondering. Could it be both? Maybe we're both tumbleweeds and we're towers of permanence at the same time. Sometimes we're moving and sometimes we're not. Right. The infinite possibilities when we allow our minds and our and our spirits to be open mm-hmm. to just what if. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, what if. the what if. Because right now, you know, we look at, we often talk about post-pandemic and the pandemic. And so, you know, being advised to find a shell, mm. to sort of quarantine and be safe. We're safer at home. But this song also suggests that eventually you'll have to break out of it. There's something happening outside once it's safe and maybe even when it's not that you'll have to open a window and let some air in or something that we'll have to figure out how do we exist in this this new way of understanding what normal is and what 
what justice is and what identity. We're all shifting identities now. What's the title of that song again? Break the Shell. Break the Shell. Break the Shell. Like it. Written by David Harris. Is it also part of your morning meditation or just one that spoke to you in another way? It speaks to me in another way. I think that there's been many years of sort of following paths laid by other people. You know, my parents said, Tessneem, you should do this. A scholarship said, we'll pay you if you do this. You go to school, you get some kind of certification or a degree and it says you are now skilled enough to do this Mm -hmm. meanwhile your brain is growing and your life experiences are expanding and you might be drawn to other things that fall outside of what everyone else says you should be doing and so this song says i'm not going to guarantee you that it will feel like bliss once you get there but the journey to getting there is the bliss the journey to getting there but you got to break the shell first you have to first break the shell yeah each of us Mm -hmm. right Mm mm-hmm and that shell sometimes is harder to break yeah. than at other times in our lives. Yeah. Right? Do you believe that there could be possibilities that we can have multiple shells and mo- multiple breaks? Indeed. Yeah. yeah. And a way to see the breaks, not as breakdowns. Just, life no. is going to hurt, but it's meant to be felt. It's all part of the path. As you said, it's charting a new path. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm here for that. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. I just put eggshells in my eggs just so mm. I can remember to break the shell. Sometimes mm. it's healthy. Really? Cal- calcium. Huh. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so I was listening to you talk about creating a new path and what it means to break that shell. And I got to bring in, you also talked about the elders. Yes. So I got to bring in Dear Mama. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, was scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell. Hugging on my mama from a jail cell. Ooh, yes, I love that song. Yeah, like I even told Ryan, I was like, so I want you to practice this because I do want you to perform this at my funeral. Wow. And he's just looking at me like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you can just play the instrumental if you like. Everybody who shows up at my funeral, Ryan, you got to play it. Everyone. Now, no, do not play going up yonder. Is oh, that what I want your mama. Oh, no, no, do not play going up to yonder at my funeral. I want dear mama. Okay. Right? It makes me cry. This song yes. takes me to a place of tears, of hurt, of pain, not because my experience is of Tupac's experience. But Tupac and his one sibling was raised by a single mother. And my mother, by no choice of her own, raised my sister and I. Um, by herself with with an amazing support system but it was it was mom it was just that she was just our mom Tupac talks about in Dear Mama he finally finds peace there's this point in his life before he's going through these horrible trials and the sexual assault cases and and that was you know all of that was in the news and so he releases a couple of albums before his pre-jail album collection which I think is amazing it's a tribute and one of those you if you listen to his pre-jail work he gives credit to people who came before him. He gives credit to musicians and artists that he loved. But he also finds peace and he has to find resolve in apologizing to his mom. And so then this anthem, Dear Mama, he's making peace with his mother. His mother, Afeni Shakir, you know, and everybody knows her journey, Black Panther. 
drug addiction heroin. We we know her story. We've heard her story, and so we know that story. But he was able, and, and he said he was able to see beyond his mom's mistakes. He was able to see beyond her situation. And he no longer blamed her, mm. the situation that he and his sister were in. Mm. And so he said, I shed tears with my baby sister over the years. We was poorer than the other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, same drama. When things went wrong, we'd blame mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who'd think in elementary, hey, I'd see the penitentiary Mm. one day. And running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whipping on my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was Was a black black queen, queen, mama. Mama. I fully understand. For a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed. A poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it. There's no way I can pay you back. But my plan is to show you that I understand. I appreciate you. Mm. And so for me, this song... The idea that Tupac was able to get beyond the tragedies that happened in his childhood, or at least start that journey. We don't know if he ever got to that, what true healing looks like or feels like. That's an individual journey. But for those of us who love his music and study his work and his life, Mm -hmm. this transformation of how he was able to take this brokenness and say, I got to apologize. Yep, you did some things and caused some situations and stress in our lives, my sister and I. But I have to look at you as a black queen because, again, society and the world made you who you are. Like what happened? You know, his mother was an example of what happens when the light no longer shines. Mm -hmm. And so for me, this song is a clear path Mm -hmm. of his healing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. one of my fave. It's a beautiful song. Oh, my gosh, it is. And again, make sure Ryan sings it at my funeral. All right. I'm going to put that in my notes. Thank you. I will keep going up yonder in my back pocket. Oh, just save that one. in case. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> what do you got? What's the next one? Well, for me, I I am encouraged by any song that suggests that self reflection is the way to change our existence or our reality. That if you sort of slow yourself down enough and say, "What is this all about? What am I chasing?" What does success mean? And once I get it, what will I do with it? And so India, it, she got me with this song called There's Hope. I'm, I'm just going just to get myself there. Go ahead. She says, back when I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. You see, zero didn't satisfy me and a million didn't make me happy. And that's when I learned the lesson that it's all about your perceptions. Hey, are you a pauper or a superstar? If you Mm -hmm. act so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car. It's about the size of the faith in your heart. There's hope. Sing it, Tad's name. Cindy, bring it. If you need a background singer, she says, it don't cause a thing to smile. Let her know you're here. Sing it, Tad. I'm in the room. You don't have to pay to laugh. 
<laughs> you better thank God for that. <laughs> so just reflection. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many of us have these images in our minds. We have a title first. I will be a revolutionary. And then we go shopping next to get a leather jacket, to get a beret. <laughs> there are steps to becoming this oh, revolutionary I girl. I look like one first. <laughs> right? I got to get my all black clothes. Whatever it is, whatever yes. whatever that thing is, I'm going to be a mother. Yes. So I will invest all my time into taking care of other people, children, other right. folks. Mom jeans. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my wardrobe going. But she says when she thought that she needed all those things, part of it was overrated and part of it was a little too complicated. I love that. Mm. So just this idea that, you know, I'm seeking this thing, you know, and for superstars, I'm sure they have lots and lots and lots of choices. But I think anybody does. I will be what is in my mind that I can become. And then I'm going to think I need all these things to become it. When she says it's really about self-definition that sustains and defines us. Self-definition. Self-definition. Yeah. I love it. Every time I turn on the TV, somebody's acting crazy. If you let it, it'll drive you crazy. But I'm taking back my power today. Gas prices, they just keep on rising. The government, they keep on lying. But we got to keep on surviving. Keep living our truth and do the best we can do. That's the kind of truth I want to be telling. Yeah, that is the truth. So yeah. where's my mirror? Like, what what am I seeing in the mirror? And how much of what I'm seeing is already sort of defined by all these outer things? Right. I love that. I love the way these lyrics are Ooh. are lining up in yeah. our minds and, and how they are developing into what, again, with that canvas, that canvas of life, that canvas of truth, mm-hmm. that canvas of us. Yeah. yeah. These of are us. sermons. They're these, not just songs. Yeah. These are sermons. Just this journey. Yeah. That'll preach. Okay. (laughs) So on that same level of discovery and celebration and mirror, I'm going to, um, let's see, I'll go to keep your head up. Gotta keep your head up. Sing it. Ooh, I love it. I'm I'm doing keep your head up. Yeah, yeah. Say the black of the better, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. If don't nobody else care And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him Cause sister, you don't need Probably one of Tupac's most famous songs I think it broke all barriers, but what I love about it is, of course, that it celebrates blackness. Yeah, it celebrates black women. Yeah, it celebrates promoting hope and positivity in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of hopelessness. Keep your head up. The fact that Tupac struggled, that we struggle in our lives, we have to find some greater strength. And what is that strength? And where do we find that hope? Even those who are labeled as gangsters and those tough gangsters, Tupac reminded us that. But the strength of the beauty of a black woman, let her remember where her strength and her power lies. That's Maya, too. (laughs) So my favorite line, of course, some say the blacker the berry, the sweeter sweeter the the juice. juice. I say the darker the flesh, then the deeper the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. Tupac cares if 
don't nobody else care. And you know, they like to beat you down a lot when you come around the block, brothers clown you a lot. But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never live up. Forgive, but don't forget. You got to keep your head up. Mm. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if he can't learn to love you, then you should leave him. Because, mm. sister, you don't need him. Got to keep your head up. Oh, I love this song. I love you got to keep your head up mm. for so many reasons, but because it celebrates at the same time. Again, I said so much of Tupac's life is we cannot ignore nor will I dismiss the dehumanization and the demoralizing of women in his work. I will not dismiss that mm-hmm. or forgive that. But what I will say is that there is this duality, this plural existence of who he is. And if we think about him and where he came from and this love-hate relationship with his mother, this love-hate relationship with every woman in his life, then he's also saying, but wait a minute, they're strengthening you. Yeah. right. There is so much strength and beauty in you. And you don't let anyone else deny that. If he can't love you the way you want to be loved, if he can't treat you the way you want to be treated... Leaving. I'll always love you. You know, Tupac yeah. always love you. Yeah. Keep your head up. Yeah. One of my faves. I love it. I like the directive. To He's... keep your head up? Yes. I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Who just remade this? Someone just remade this. Oh, it will come to me in a Good minute. Good research question. Yes. Who remade Tupac's Keep Your Head Up? I just heard it. Actually. I love that. Yeah. I like any insistence that says, I need you to flex your mental muscle. I want you to think differently. Think differently about you. Think differently about the situation. Yes. And think differently about the outcome and the possibilities of what could be. These are decisions. You can hold your head down. Mm -hmm. You can allow life to consume you. Or you can choose to keep your head up. You can choose. Yeah. It's a choice. It's a choice. Guess what the next song's title is? What is it? I choose. Go for it. Mm. From this day forward, I'm going to be exactly who I am. To be the best that I can be. Mm. To be courageous in everything I do. My past don't dictate who I am. I choose. Oh, This is a song India writes called I Choose. And she's written it with Mark Christopher Baston and Andrew Castro. Beautiful songwriters, of course. I don't know if I've heard this one. It's beautiful. Um, she says, I done been through some painful things. I thought that I would never make it through. Uh. Filled up with shame from the top of my head to the soles of my shoes. I put myself in so many chaotic circumstances. But by the grace of God, I've been given so many second chances. But today, I've decided to let it all go. I'm dropping these bags. I'm making room for my joy. Because I choose. Mm. Mm. It's a choice. What do you choose, Tasney? (sighs) Oh. I love the image of dropping my bags. I choose to drop my bags. I choose to pick up some new ones, too. And these ones are totes, and they're cute, <laughs> and they're empty. They're not heavy? No, they're empty. So it's so, not like bag lady? No, no, okay. they're empty. I get to fill it with so many new experiences. I get to fill it with all these new things I'm going to explore. I get to take things in and put things out. So I, I like that. I think um, I'm choosing to 
be committed to perspective shifts. I'm choosing to say, how can I see it differently? It may look like trouble. It may look like I should be scared and worried and frustrated. How else can I see it? Can that trouble also be opportunity? Hmm. Can the going be also be the coming? Could the pricking also be the pushing that you need? Can the pricking be the pushing? Yeah. And I think that's what she's asking us to do is to flex Jesus. the mental muscle. Yeah. It's to keep your head up. And understand that these choices do exist. Yes. Yeah, and I think... You know, we often blur the lines between who we are and, and, and then how society responds to everything that is unfolding. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking about we, the collective, we now have a choice. We do have a choice. So we've seen things in the past year in this country. Mm -hmm. What muscle will we flex now? Definitely. Yeah. What muscle will we flex? How many people have we heard reflect on the times that we're living in? The times of social injustice, the times of civil unrest, the times of celebration. It's almost become its own new label mm -hmm. for this decade. The times that we're living the times. in. The times. And we say, well, these times aren't new. We've been here before. We right. know that. But we're also saying that I've heard people speak of the blessing of COVID. How it has changed our pace. I've heard people talk about the martyrdom and champion the life of George Floyd because it's woken some folks up. It's shed some light on other yeah. things and removed some of the darkness from others, other communities. Yeah. Choosing how we see it, flexing the mental muscle to say there's more than one way to see this thing. There's more than one truth to this. I love this episode so much because it's we're asking our friends and our listeners to join us in, in more exploration of these lyrics and these words. And we're talking about transformation. We're talking about life-changing experiences through the lyrics and the lives of these great artists. I love this. Me too. I love it. Me too. There's a certain empowering feeling that comes up that says, no matter what you see on the news, what people are telling you that's important, you get to decide how much of that you will let control you. Yeah. You get to decide how invested you will be in the scariness of the news and the chaos that people are talking about. You get to choose where you will claim it as your own reality or say, it's one thing I can look at. It's one truth, but it's not the whole truth. It's not the whole truth. Ah, love it. Okay, then that's going to lead me to my last song. Okay. And it is about seeing more than just one layer of hardness and, and one truth. Mm. It's about seeing the beauty of something that has tried to penetrate hardness. It's about seeing the beauty when no one else believed that she could exist or he could exist. And so my last song in tribute to Tupac is The Rose That Grew From Concrete. And of course, you know, we're going to listen to Nikki's voice. Read it, of course. Mm -hmm. Rose Did you hear about the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete? Proving nature's laws wrong, it learned how to walk without having feet. Funny it seems, but by keeping its dreams, it learned to breathe fresh air. Long live the rose that grew from concrete. But what I love about this piece, not the fact of, you know, forget the allegory and the metaphors and the poetic verse and all of that. We're talking about Concrete, talking about a rose that grew from concrete. 
the impossibilities Mm. and how we are able to grow beyond the hardness of life. The rose, her story, how she's able to survive. And I gave her the personification of a she, Tupac refers to as an it and a him. Of course, it's an autobiography Mm -hmm. um, of his life, of course. But I'll call her a she. Um, She never gives up. And how she is able to survive that concrete is because she never stops dreaming. She never stops dreaming. She never stops dreaming, nor does she ever give up on the desire to live. Despite having no legs, despite being in concrete, despite all the power, everything, how life has beat her down, Mm -hmm. recognizing opportunities and never giving up on the dream. A rose that grew from concrete when no one else cared. The rose that grew from concrete, keeping all these dreams, proving nature's laws wrong. It learned how to walk without having feet. It came from concrete. Mm. So when life beat her down. But did you hear about the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete? Grew from a crack in the concrete. All she needed was a sliver. But her dream is what helped her persist. Yeah. It helped her to grow. My favorite. Absolutely. Her dream let the light in. It let the light in. It proved that nature's law was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. When no one else cared. Mm. When no one else was around. It says, long live the rose that grew from concrete. Long live. I love that you said that this is about dreaming. It is. That in the midst of all this, you can't stop In the dreaming. midst of the hardness, mm-hmm. the oppression, right? So let's put that today. Mm-hmm. You just said everything that's unfolding on the news. It's all the hardness that comes into our lives, that will come into our lives. Yeah. All of that. Never stop dreaming. Never stop believing. And never stop having that desire to live. Yeah. And that's how the roads grew from concrete. There's a certain softness to that image for me. I mean, concrete, hard, right? Hard. Impenetrable. Cold. Cold. And then there's a rose whose petals and felt man, like velvet. And man-made, right? And yeah. So, and so and the man-made. concrete is man-made. Mm-hmm. It's not a natural. It's it's man-made, deliberate, to be oppressive, to be something that withstands mm-hmm. the weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's something hard about that. Yeah. But the beauty is that she, her petals... Even with the thorns. Yeah. She grew from that. That's beautiful. And all it took was a crack. All it took The crack was, a crack. was that hope. Right? Never stop dreaming. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. The word love is what's going to end our segment today. Beautiful. Because we're talking about the hardness of concrete, the softness of roses. We're also talking about the power of dreaming of love. Let's do it. It's in the beginning and the end of all things. I love that NDRE has a song with a title that doesn't sound like the song should be about love or softness because it's called Crazy. <laughs> so is love crazy? <laughs> well, it can be. Okay. This is not a coincidence and far more than a lucky chance but what it is was always meant there's a red in the sky for our love And you said it only takes a sliver for something like a rose to come up out of something as rough and hard and and immutable as concrete, right? She says, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep it moving because I believe in the power of us and I believe in this warm. Who knows where this art will go? 
I've got my fears for sure, but I'm giving you all I've got. I'm giving you a home in my heart. She didn't say the man was perfect. She did not. She didn't say the soil was fertile. No. She said there is. There was some concrete in there. There was some concrete in there. She said this is perfect imperfection. I don't know what what might happen with this. I don't know where this art is going to go. I don't have certainty. We don't know where this life is going to go, Tasneem. But I'm giving it all I've got. I'm giving you a home in my heart. Wow. You still get to come in with your bad morning breath. With your your uncombed afro. (laughs) With your mismatched socks. (laughs) Hold it up. Making room for that. Yes, you're making room. And she says, I'm crazy. I'm crazy over you. Because it goes against everything that we think about the, the... what should mm-hmm. happen and who we should let in our, what love looks like, yes. what perfection looks like, how concrete is supposed to stop anything from coming through, right? Mm-hmm. It may be crazy. Maybe. But let's offer another truth. Let's offer a different way to see it. A different way. And the belief that dreaming can get us there. Yeah. If I can envision that I bring my whole yet incomplete self into a situation with other people bringing their whole incomplete selves, we might be able to change this thing. Yeah, we might be able to move a needle, flex a new muscle, see ourselves differently. Transform expand, a nation. Transform a Transform nation. communities. We might be able to do the transformative work that, that lies within each of us. Sounds a little crazy, doesn't it? Sounds That's what like it love. Sounds like love. It sounds like, again, we are doing what we said we would be doing in 2021. Mm-hmm. We are bringing in love. Sounding crazy. Yes. We're bringing in light. We're bringing in light. We are bringing in beauty. We are stepping outside those boxes. Mm-hmm. We're keeping our heads up. That's right. We're believing we can grow from any situation. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's the truth. And it should be told. Whoosh. So listeners and friends, you've heard us talk a lot about the songs that have uplifted us. So we have a question for you. What lyrics, what songs, what artists do you turn to? When you need maybe some recalibration on your thoughts, you need a new muscle to flex, you need a new way to see things, you need to believe that we can be roses in concrete too, that we're in concrete, and who knows what our blossom's going to be like. We want to know what, what music gets you there. Yeah, what's your, what's, your, what's your lyric? What's your expression? Who's your artist? Who's your artist? Is it one? Is it many? Mm. But what inspire you and who inspires you and yeah. how we use their words and their voices to give us light? To give us love. Mm, and to keep our heads up. And keep our heads up. Woo! And this until next is, time. This is Truth Be Told. <laughs> <laughs>